hello, John. How are you? I'm Dylan Gott. Dylan, I'm so fucking good. I've already jacked off and I've already lifted <laughs> weights today. It's I, already, I always think about if it's someone's first time listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm good. I just jacked off and I already there lifted is, weights. There are there is no introduction. It is you this podcast is like a pirate ship. You make it on board, you're a fucking pirate. No training. This isn't fucking Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Stefan Man Manalalu. Talking about there fucking vaginas being haunted. This is the fucking wrestler review. We were fucking we're soy boys before that was even a fucking thing. We were cucks, not because it's political, but because we want our wives to get fucked by someone nice and we would like to watch it. I want to see that dick go in there. I like live porn. Live porn. Live <laughs> there porn. You go, buddy. Live porn. And what was the more live porn than the man himself? Scott Garland. Scott. Ronald Garland. He was born I'm... in 73. He was born in Maine because he's the main man. Mm. You may know him as Scotty Too Hottie, but I know him as Scotty Too Hottie for me. Nice. Yeah, Scotty Too Thotty. Oh, you've tried, you're trying to get that going, and I will not let you get that going. He would be, a, he would be like, ooh, who's that slut? Who's that slut? No, that's all you. The no, he would, no, he'd be like, excuse I'm me. I'm very disappointed, nice. John. I thought I was wearing green. I realized it next to a green screen here. And if I put if I put a virtual background on, it still projects me against the background. Oh, I don't have. If I had this set up uh, on my streamyard, I could use my backgrounds. Also, we shouldn't really talk about the backgrounds, but one of my backgrounds no, no, for no, the no. screen screen. This is only for. There we go. Now I'm by a bridge. Uh, we're gonna make this like a Zoom meeting at some shitty company where everyone's like, yeah. "Ooh, well, check it out! Check it out, John! Check it out! I'm on vacation." You are not on vacation. You're tricking me. <laughs> no, I'm me. on vacation. This is a trick of some sort. Oh, John, here. Hey, John. Yes, yes I'm John. actually recording this in Hawaii. <laughs> are you? Are you in Maui? Yeah. Is Dog the bounty hunter there? I yeah. am the dog. The big bad dog. Also, in, in by the way, I, I know you're all wondering. Hey, John, are you secretly a giant fan of Dog the bounty hunter? The answer is yes. I've read his book. And you got to Google that guy because he has somehow been on TV this whole time and no one knows about it. Of course, there's like 16,000 channels now. Pro wrestling was on pop TV where it's like, what's pop TV? And I, I don't know. I said a word and then we put TV next to it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, it's where the fuck it, it's where Shit's Creek comes from. They got Emmys and they got Don Callis. Do you have any other fucking <laughs> questions for me? Because I don't have time to be talking to a fucking idiot. Especially stuck. My ass. Go ahead. Especially Dylan. since Par Paramount Network, which was Spike TV, which basically really played a key part in professional wrestling history, is now just Bar Rescue the channel. Yeah, it's yeah. But if the, the USA Network is welcome to Law and Order reruns and Vince McMahon in the evening. I felt like wrestling in around. Well, try and tie this into Scotty Too Hotty, but whatever. I felt like wrestling around. The Attitude Era was literally like, all right, we have wrestling, but we just want people to watch La Femme Nikita. Yes. It's, yeah. The, adi the, Attitude era, the Attitude Era was so fascinating in that it would be, they still, like, those programs were the highest rated things on either of those networks and were huge profit centers for both of those uh, media conglomerates. But it was the it was still the 90s when it was like, that's not classy. We cannot acknowledge it. So it'd be like, Oh, sure, you might like this filth, but how about instead you watch La Femme Nikita? Sorry, that was just one of the people on the beach that gave me this drink. 
I know. I saw uh, do one of the, the beach porters just deliver that straight to your cabana chair. <laughs> yes, they did. John, I feel like you're about to go on vacation. You can use backgrounds in Zoom as well. We could both be on vacation. I mean, I'll start I, talking about Scotty Too Hotty. You figure out how to go on vacation. Here I am at I like Flappers this. Comedy Club. Ooh. Here I am in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Here Ooh. I am at Fraser's oh, house. That's good. I mean, it should be. You should be in Fraser. All right. Here well, let's blurry. start talking about. Scotty it's just blurry, Scotty. Dylan. It blurry is good. Blurry is good because you also have a microphone. Check that you, out. So it's blurring. Check oh, that that's out. That's much better. That's much Check better. That out. All right. <laughs> I want that. Send that to me. Uh, let's talk about Scotty Juhani, please. I'm a bear, and my <laughs> paws are stuck in the honey jar. Here's what I think is, I think the last celebrity that Vince McMahon knew about, like real celebrity, was Judy Garland. So thank God that Scott Garland never, it was found out that Vince McMahon knew his Absolutely. last name. It's also, just I be like, all right, you're surrounded by little people wrestlers, right? And then you want to suck their dicks. That's what the yeah. of us should have been. All right, Scott, you're Judy Garland's son, Scott Garland. And you're just going to recreate those te- tapes she recorded in Paris where she rails against tits. Jewish people. <laughs> um, if you've never listened to the Judy Garland tapes, do yourself a favor. It is you've never heard a drunk woman before until you've heard the Judy. And you can tell Jack Warner that I am no pawn of the Jewish boys that yeah, man. I read like, this W.C. Fields book a while ago, and it was oh, like, oh, good, 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 good. Hollywood back then was just better. Whereas, like W.C. Fields found out someone was taping, uh, was was doing one of his uh, bits. By the way, his entire act was stolen. He found out someone had stolen, had taken w- the one original joke he had come up with. He then went into that city, uh, organized a, a show just so he could outsell that guy to make it earlier in the day. Then came out to that guy's show on stage. Everyone obviously went nuts because WC Fields was there. And then he just beat the guy up and left. That's all that happened. Sounds like a real Dylan God after eight cocktails move. I mean, he didn't have cocktails because cocktails take a lot of effort. He was probably just I guarantee whatever he, he found. Absolutely. WC Fields traveled with a fucking pool table. He had mm-hmm. cocktails. Oh, yeah. He did travel with a pool table. So let's talk about his early career. I think Scotty Too Hotty. I love Scotty Too Hotty. Never met Vince McMahon. Scotty Too Hotty never met Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon would have crushed this man's spirit. He said he wanted to be a wrestler since he was 10 years old. He loved the smaller wrestlers like Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Ricky Steamboat, and Randy Savage. His biggest influences were Owen Hart and Shawn Michaels. A man who died and a man who was killed. Jack it off, jack it off, jack it off, Dylan. Jack off, jack off, jack off, jack off by the beach. Put your cum in the sand. Make a sand, Dylan. There you go. Um, Scott then used such self-taping tools as the secrets of pro wrestling tape. Um, uh, he and taught himself to be a wrestler. 22 masters he found in the dump. Yeah. And then just taught himself to be a wrestler. He has the great moment where it's like he basically lies about how old he is to become a jobber for the WWF, which he does for six years, which if you watch the WWF from 91 to 97, when they actually gave him a character, it was jarring because he was Scott Taylor. And then you're and then all of a sudden he was like winning and losing. And you just thought, well, these other guys who are struggling to beat him must fucking. Oh, my God. He was. I remember him because he was such a prolific gut get beaten up on Monday in Monday Night Raw in that time when it was the steroid scandal, when Monday Night Raw seemed to be broadcast by like it's a shed where they keep all the stuff for the parade. Please stop changing your background. I'm finding it distracting. (laughs) No, I just changed Uh, it back here. 
Shut the fuck up, you fucking distract. I want to talk My about something important. Done. I hate you. I hate your guts. I hate your Back fucking. I hate, I hate your mouth. I hate your friendship. Your mm-hmm. friendship is acid in my mouth, and I hate you. Just back to work, guys. I'm gonna physically fight you. Ooh, how about a mental fight? One oh. plus one equals what? <laughs> <laughs> a loser says what? No, we're getting uh-huh. too off topic somehow. Anyway, Scotty Tuthati, say what he did. S- stop saying Scotty Tuthati. I hate that more than anything else you've ever Scottie done in your life. Scotty, stop the steel hottie. No, no. Scotty Too Hot. He's also smart enough to know also, he should have no political who, opinions because he wants to wrestle still. For those of you, by the way, that are not getting the video for Patreon, Dylan is just wearing a shirt that says everything I say is slang for no homo. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a clunky shirt, but it does get the point across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it what's very scary about it is it does not look handmade. It looks mass produced. <laughs> yeah, I am in a garage right now. Uh, John, talk for a minute. I'm going to prepare another sight gag. Uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, when uh, Scott Garland was 14 or 15, he wrote Sue Atchison, a woman who was definitely the subject of sexual harassment at the World Wrestling Federation, where she was the community relations specialist, inquiring which professional wrestling school the company recruited the majority of their employees. Atchison responded by telling him that they did not recruit from any particular school and wished him luck. Garland then attempted to speak with Vince McMahon and was unable to do so. He and his friends yeah. waited backstage at a WWF show and accosted um, uh, a plant who was there for the Bret Hart Bad News Brown angle. Um, then uh, tried to meet officials and then was kicked out. Uh, this is how you became a wrestler back then? You just yeah. were like, I'm going to be a wrestler, I'm going to be a wrestler, I'm going to be a wrestler. And there's two people who I know who have been this like forward about wanting to be a wrestler, and it's him and Harvey Whippleman. And they're yeah, both and Harvey two, Whi- and they both made it to the WWF. Yeah, they both made it to the WWF, and but never forget Harvey Whi- Whippleman still there. Yeah, crazy, isn't just it? Just getting jacked, <laughs> jacked while I'm getting ja- jacking and jacked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jack, getting jack and jack, <laughs> jack and jack. jack. Uh, he was originally built. Uh, then he just met a guy named Steve Ramsey. That's what you do. And got his first match at the Portland Armory the same night as the Survivor Series. What we Where should do that is... year, 1989. Scott yeah. Taylor. This is the thing with wrestling is it's like the real prodigies, the real guys that want to be there. Like when he was appearing as an enhancement talent between 1991 and 1997, losing to the ringmaster Yokozuna and the Berserker. Mm-hmm. Um all as a high school student, he would be wrestling in front of 10,000 people and then be in high school the next day. Um, he wrestled Owen Hart in the Boston Garden and then full conceived a baby by himself. <laughs> and then fully made and conceived a wonderful child that we now know as Brian Sammy Christopher. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is, I think we should add another thing because we always talk about the ways to become a pro wrestler. And it is football, <laughs> Vern Gagne, Jim. And I think it out. Add- and the fourth one is if you are a teenager and you are willing to walk through the trough that contains many a predator, you mm-hmm. might become a pro wrestler. Like literally Scott Garland went, I live in Portland. It's time now to trust a lot of guys that smoke and wear winter coats in summer. Let's do this. Yeah, I would I would say if you want to become not a wrestler who like so those three are usually like your top line wrestler, like you win a title. If you want to be a wrestler who's like 
lower mid card, uh, mid card guy, I would just say uh, hang out in parking lot. Someone will book you for a wrestling show, and Absolutely. I don't think it has to be near a wrestling arena. You just hang out, go to the parking lot by your high school, and just stand there for a full twenty four hour period. And a man will show up and be like, "You will cut out the job of a Ring of Honor, my friend," and then you'll just lose to cheeseburger. Scott Taylor is incredibly smart about the business. Um, and has a reputation as a great worker, but also truly believes, and he is correct, that characters sell tickets in wrestling using his 10-year-old son as an example, saying older nerds writing reviews on the internet are only part of the audience and drawing in new fans is more important. As such, yep. he has no issue with being a comedy character, uh, even though he could do so much more. Uh, he says he realized he would get more reaction from doing a moonwalk than a moonsault, which is incredibly true. This is something that stand-up comedians especially always tackle with is the idea that audiences are drawn more to someone that is a one sentence, easily explained type of human being than someone just doing the thing very well. Will Ospreay will never be as big of a star as Rikishi, mostly because Rikishi kept his goddamn hands in his pockets around. <laughs> mostly because Rikishi knows. Uh, yeah. He's a better wrestler than Bill Ospreay too. I'm not going to be one of those guys, but you're right. Like Will Ospreay, what's his character? Oh, well it's, and then it's like, well, I'm already lost where it's like Scotty Tuati. You know, that annoying guy at the club who hits on your girlfriend. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's his exactly whole character. It. And then it evolves to, uh, He's the annoying guy at the club who you like. He he went from annoying guy at the club that hits on your girlfriend. You know the funny thing is he he basically went from wild and crazy guy the heel on Saturday Night Live to Chris Kattan in Night at the Roxbury. Yes, he That's absolutely the evolution of his character. What's weird though is he is of that of too cool. He is the yep. Will Ferrell, but for some Ooh. reason he is remembered as the Chris Kattan. I would say, and the thing about too cool is. And you wouldn't be able to do this now because I think the internet would just be like, people are too into wrestling now where they can't be like, oh, those guys are fun. They would be like, these guys need a serious push and they need to be like actually mm -hmm. professional wrestlers where it's like, like no, the, they're very good wrestlers, but they just are too small. They don't have the attributes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was also, they didn't, what's crazy is, and no one will talk about this, is that the Too Cool was essentially, essentially the undertaker of the Attitude Era. They needed no belts. They they You didn't need a match. I saw two house shows, more than one house show in the Attitude Era closed with Too Cool. Not The Rock, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, the the last match that went in the ring was a like, like Too it's Cool how, versus the Corporation. And yeah, we're dancing. Booked Rusev Day, but they did it well. Like, Absolutely. Rusev Day was. You're so fucking correct. Rusev Day could have been the modern Too Cool, but too, and Too Cool was that amazing thing where it's like, this is very funny, but also the idea that I you I do remember like Scott Taylor being a very good wrestler. Like you just remember being like, yeah, this guy is very good. But like you said, like he doesn't have to like that character wouldn't be aided by just doing like a 450 or something like that. He's a good wrestler in that all he does is he does all the moves very well. And then since he's a jobber and since he came up kind of thinking himself this way. And I wish I was more like Scott Taylor because he's so Go ahead. clearly Go grateful ahead. for everything. He never. Yeah, you are not grateful for anything. anything. Yeah, you're You know very what I mean? Upset. You're like a middle and you're like shitty. Like, oh, fucking why am I? I'm better than the headliner. It's like, well, just shut up and do your job. And maybe you'll be the headliner one day instead of, you know, get your own worm. Fine. You know what? I think I'm going to do a motivational speech based on Scotty Too Hottie. Find your inner worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it in you just walk, you just walk out to, Yeah, you just walk out to the... Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> the song stops immediately and gets sad. Pew, pew, pew. So, apparently, 
Go ahead. Six years into just being a jobber, 1997, everyone gets so much money in the wrestling war, people are like, we need to nail down Scotty Too Hotty. And the real first time he gets... There, it's absolutely... Because I got news for you. If Too Cool goes to WCW, I'm watching W... If, it, he's not, in he's the not next segment on Nitro, cool it's Too Cool versus the Young Dragons. WCW is saved. Monday Night War continues until 2005. Too Cool wasn't around yet. It was Scott Taylor. This no, is the short-lived light heavyweight run in the oh it's the WWF. best it is so good it is when vince mcmahon hears about the cruiserweight division is told by it does not see it then has them start the light heavyweight tournament and you i remember watching this as a kid and week by week you could feel them start to care less and less well this is the thing i think scotty too hotty was a big <laughs> reason why the light heavyweight division failed because here's what they did this guy had been a jobber for six years if you watched WWF, you basically watch two shows. You watch Raw and Superstars. And, yeah. Yeah. And Raw yeah. was, I think, two hours long. Was Raw two hours long yet? No, was, Raw was, yeah, yeah, Raw was two hours. Raw, no, Raw was, Raw was one hour. Hours. The War Zone was an hour, Ooh. Dylan. <laughs> so you had three hours of WWF TV broken up into two days. So you're watching all three. And yeah. then three different hours. So you know Scotty Too Hotty as this dude you've watched lose to like the worst wrestlers. He's lost to like, uh, he's lost to half of Techno Team 2000. He's lost to Mantar. Like he's lost to all these guys, and then yeah. without any like repackaging. And by the way, anything, everyone like, should be very grateful to lose to Techno Team 2000. Yes, to Travis and Troy, the most futuristic man out there. It's wonderful stuff. Yes, the most futuristic names, but with no rebranding at all. They're just like, oh, Scott Taylor. So you're just like, oh, this guy fucking sucks. If you're watching it, you're thinking this character fucking sucks. He loses every week. He's a fucking power. Oh, it's, it is worse buddy. than that because it's also, it. they only basically decided one wrestler would remain afterwards, which is Tacha, Taka Michinoku. Yeah. And, the only, and he will be feuding with Brian Christopher, who is Jerry Lawler's son. Yeah. And the entire gimmick around that is Jerry Lawler doesn't admit he's his son and they never talk about anyone else. Yes. And what I'm saying is you got this fucking loser. They don't repackage him. And then he's being competitive with all these guys. So by proxy, you're like, these guys fucking suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're like, Mr. JL can eat my asshole. <laughs> but exactly. The entire light heavyweight division was literally Takamich Noku versus Brian Christopher. And they're great, but they're not like spectacular like the WCW division. And then Scotty Tuati, of course. So he's going to go to ECW. And apparently Bruce Pritchard hears about that. And then signs him, which I think is kind of bullshit because it's like, it's so weird. I find it w at so, the time. Yeah, I know. I never understood that. I always find it weird when people are like, well, we have to. It's like, no, you don't. It's what? No. Yeah. No, please. No. Nip, no. Nip, no. No. Nip, no. No. Scott Taylor. No, is my issue with it character. is, is that is because can we just at this point admit that the WWE, that NXT was the, was ECW. Like ECW <laughs> was just the WWF development territory. Like it's this weird, like pro wrestling lie it's like the rest of the review lie that you think you're talented it's mm. one of those things where yeah i fucking got you i got mm. you for that whole will you or won't you edit out my fun bit that i did earlier <laughs> yeah your fun not harmful bit yeah my fun cancelable bit oh i hope so uh did he? is that the wwe was just that it was in control of ecw's finances like can we just stop with this fucking bullshit lie that they just are like no 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 they had it was just it was just coincidence that he got all that money. He got it to replace the amount of money that they would have gotten because of too cold Scorpio's entrance theme. And it's like, shut the fuck up, Paul Heyman, and just admit it. I think that 
it was basically like Scotty Too Hotty tried to go to ECW, and then Bruce Richard was like, no, we have an idea for that guy. Because they very clearly basically sent Al Snow and were like, hey, we're giving you all this money. Come up with something for Al Snow. Paul Heyman does. Yeah. And then they're like, this is a great... Because inv- what kind of, what a great investment it is to basically have trial runs of all these characters in the harshest fucking crowd possible. Like, that is... That is pretty much... Um, that is like such an amazing thing they just don't have now because NXT's the crowd's true. great, like it's, but they're just yeah, they like accepting of anything. They're essentially like, "Hey, can you learn how to be a wrestler while they're storming the Capitol?" Wait, what? And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. Hey, there's I, this I, militia I, is just trying out new ammo. Can you just like have a match during that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this entire family is going to have a full fist fight. You need to go out and get heat. <laughs> So 1998 is really the beginning of Scotty Too Thotty. Oh, He's in buddy. Too Sexy. And it's fucking 1990 hottie, baby. Also, that's what I'm referring to every year in the 1990s now is 1990 hottie because I was around. <laughs> I was, was born July 10th, 1980 hottie, <laughs> and then I will die July 29th, 2000 and hottie. <laughs> this was on the research, but uh, Christopher Hobson admitted this, and I would admit this too, but... Uh, the entire character for Too Sexy was that uh, they're uh, gay with each other and fucking fuck you, buddy. Which, what, in Too Much? When they were originally Too Much before they became Too Cool? Yeah, my friend Adrian went to a house show and he's like, yeah, um, the biggest pop of the night was, um, it was like, oh. he went for a, like, he went for a, I think it was like. This is something that's not discussed. Rock. I know exactly what you're talking about, but there's a thing in the 90s, and I remember it being off discussed and on the news in my hometown of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Headline, by the way, men picking up young boys. What are they up to? <laughs> and it, what that's it is, good. is ba- what it basically is, is there's two types of guys hanging out at the clubs trying to talk to teenagers. And that's the guys that want to fuck the girls. And then there's the real bad ones that want to fuck the boys. They're bad. And that's what too. I always remember. I want to look this too, up now. Too much was just like they're the wet, creepy dudes. Like I don't. Yeah. This is the other thing with the editor is they really accidentally got a lot of zeitgeist like characters. And too well, yeah, much like the world. Too much was like, one of them where it was literally gross. like we're the yeah we're the gross bros that are up to not good things. Yes, too much. Basically, at this the one spot they had was uh, Brian Christopher went to uh on all fours so the brock would leapfrog him and then the rock scotty tuati tried to attack him but the rock kicked scotty tuati in the ass and then they were behind each other and the whole crowd chanted something that i'm sure every one of them wish they could take back oh yeah no absolutely yeah the crowd then chanted something that then dylan got very uncomfortable about and then edited out of whatever podcast he was doing <laughs> the crowd chanted a bunch of stuff that John thinks. Let's put it this way. The crowd chanted a bunch of stuff that would end up uh, on no context wrestler review. And then Dylan and I would look in the mirror and go, oh, no. <laughs> so the team's basically floundering just because they're like, just like your everyday shitty, annoying guys. But I thought they were when they were too much. Yeah, they're they were, well, their entire gimmick was just doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's literally they were the, the last also the, the last tag team to have the heel laugh. The amazing WWF. <laughs> yeah. And then we took a shit. <laughs> when like Brian Christopher is a good, annoying asshole, but Scotty too, you could see it. Like everyone's like, oh, why am I cheering against this man? Yeah. this That nice man just seems like he's doing okay. 
he just seems like he's trying his best. And what's wrong with that? Yeah, and then, break, and then we'll talk about his success. So, yeah, we're going to take a break. And then and I want you all to strap in. Vince Russo actually is helpful to a wrestler. This is one of the nine things Vince Russo did well. This was 97, 98 was Vince Russo nailing it. Vince Russo was so, like, mm. it's the only time where it's literally like, because it was also what no one talks about is like, well, he needed Vince McMahon as a filter. No, what he needed is. Vince McMahon is a felter. Jim Cornette and him bullying each other is what made the Attitude Era. And no one talks about is the perfect combination of a guy being like, bro, here's what we do. It's a match. Winner gets to kill a fetus with a hammer. (laughs) I think that. And then Jim Cornette, you fucking cunt. You can't fucking bring a hammer to the ring. What are we trying to do? Recreate Yukon Eric versus Killer Kowalski. What you got to do is, and then they put it together and then they'd come up with a great idea that neither one of them would have gotten to unless their level of stupid. It's the craziest thing where it's like their individual insanity put together is amazing storytelling. Yeah, I think if we say that uh, Jerry Lawler is the Roman Polanski of wrestling, I think Vince Russo is the M. Night Shyamalan, where it's like he had nine good ideas. Absolutely. He did them all. And then he had three good ideas. He did them 11 times. And now he is just working it out. The twist is you did it. Yeah. Shyamalan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tw- Oh, God. Yeah, no. The twist is um i'm the intercontinental championship (laughs) it eventually became that wcw we're gonna be back after this break (laughs) don't go anywhere please take it out take it out i'm broken and going through a divorce i'm a daddy now please donate to patreon for christ's fucking sakes give us some fucking money you fucks patreon.com backslash wrestler review patreon.com backslash so let's. Oh, so it is fucking. Of it's post rest. It's yeah. Fucking time to fucking time to cut the shit, Dylan. Cut the fucking shit, John. Shut the fuck up. Shut, I will. Shut your fucking mouth, Scotty Suthadi. Stop saying it that way. I hate that so much. I, I will leave. The fu- I will leave. The- fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Dylan lives. Here's Dylan's official address. Dylan me... lives at six four four Dawn Valley Parkway. <laughs> I live in the middle com. of the highway. You've got to the middle dot com dot net dot ca. <laughs> so they basically Scotty Tuati goes like we should be faces. This is how funny it is. They're in a battle royal at WrestleMania. After the battle royal, Vince McMahon's getting a coffee. Uh Brian Christopher and Scotty Tuhati talk to him for what I'm gonna assume is the only time ever. They talk to him and he goes, Hey, can we just be called uh too uh too cool instead of like too sexy? And then Vince goes, Yeah, f- f- who are you? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then they have a character. And since they're both like Vince McMahon fine has with spent losing, the rest of the day just calling. Why are there little boys in my office? Why are there <laughs> little boys? Because you think about this. Scotty Tuati is a hundred and ninety, two hundred pounds. And he loves, as you said earlier, the small wrestlers. This is another thing. When he showed up for his first time as a jobber, he discovers, oh, these small guys are all two hundred and thirty pounds. Like I'm yeah, yeah, a yeah. little tiny boy. Now, for now, obviously, he's like the normal size of a wrestler. But for then, it's like he's the smallest man on the roster. So he and I'm assuming Brian Crisper, we haven't done an episode on him yet, but I'm assuming he was basically oh, like smart enough sad. to know. That's going to be a sad. Oh, he murdered himself, yes. Oh, yeah. He murdered himself because daddy only loves one thing, and that's oh, no. Coca-Cola merchandise. <laughs> daddy only knows loves the Mickey Mouse Club, and you better not get in the way of the fucking TV. 
Yeah, fucking sit down, you wasteful boy. But he's, uh, being a wrestler's son, knows a good gig when he has it. And his dad's like, this is a fucking good gig? Like, you're ne- like unfortunately, territories are done, so you can't be a world champion. So just take the good gig. And he does. And they're, bo- they're good wrestlers. They get hooked up with Rikishi. They come up with that dance. And that dance, as you said, is the way they would end house shows. Because it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, there's two this pl- this company's super hot. These guys, you can put them against, as you said, the corporation. Uh, the Rock and Too Cool beat the corporation. Everyone dances. This is Vince McMahon's dream. The show and by the way, ends with dancing. I'm also going to throw this: is you also don't need to have them beat anybody. They can literally lose. And I, they, if you they watch can lose Monday the match night, and then the Rock they can watch, the ring and it's fine. I got news for you: the fucking Too Cool is the Ric Flair of the Attitude Era. They lose every match and their heat is back immediately this is how weird like the attitude era is so fun to look back on not the top tier but these mid-level made it that much better guys because it's like holy shit they were like they could fucking do they were the fucking young bucks of the late 90s where it's like yeah it doesn't matter if they win or lose people are just excited to fucking know that they're gonna come out and do their thing yeah exactly and it's one of the perfect wrestling things where it's like you get someone to care about a smaller character and then you have a guy like rikishi who can always save them and every feud is interesting because he has these two essentially <coughs> managers that you can always be in peril and then rikishi saves them yeah and it's also this weird amazingly well done um angle of it all the idea of it's like these two thin guys and then this super fat guy fat guy is stronger it's and so wears fascinating a fucking thong yeah oh that makes him even more ornery. <laughs> He's horny because there's much friction on his hog. Too yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. If you got, yeah, you want to know what's cool? Having fucking your hog touched. But they get so over, they actually win the world championships. This was crazy. I remember when they won this, and you pop. I popped. I popped hard. The underdogs. But it's more than underdogs. This is still the '90s. These are men who are who are dancing. We were always told they were not winners. <laughs> And of course, he comes and uh, he was breakdancer. Scotty Tuati was so he just starts doing the worm. Everyone loves the worm. Oh, it's so good that he does the worm. He does the worm. And what's amazing is okay, so it's Rikishi super fat and can dance. That's amazing. Scott Taylor can do the fucking worm. That's amazing. What was Scott? What was uh, Grandmaster Sexay's move? He made the dance up. He made the three person dance. Did he? I just knew it as he put the sunglasses on Rikishi and then they just danced together. So. Basically, Rikichi wore a thong and had the stink face and uh, Grandmaster Sex A. In honestly, the most I'm a wrestler's kid thing ever comes up with things that'll get other people over. Yeah. Let me just help you guys. As long as someone as long as someone's having a nice time, maybe daddy will pick up the phone. <laughs> but obviously, Hello, becomes, is that you, Daddy? No. Obviously, he becomes Grandmaster Sex A. And for two years. They are white hot over to the point. Oh my god! Any they other are the time whole... of wrestling history, they get a long run with the title because there's going to be no one else over as much over as well. As yeah, they, they are. It's in my fucking house. It's the too cool pop, not the road warrior pop. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 2000 Royal Rumble is really the peak of them. Not a good event, but they uh, they take over I, the ring and dance. Oh, and it's so good! Things. It's so good, and also doesn't really affect their run as a tag team in the weird way Absolutely. where they're like, fair point. 
Scotty wins the lightweight, light heavyweight title when they try and bring and that bring back. it back again. Which I, I again remember this, and it was literally like, "You're bringing it back without Taka Michinoku." All right, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, because they wanted Sa Rios to be big. Oh my God, Sa Rios! I mean, it's got to be weird for Sa Rios, where it's like, "What were you known for in the WWF?" Well. Jim Ross needed a reason to look at Lita in a thong, so they gave me six <laughs> figures for two years. That's like Rios is good because his name literally translates to like friend Rick. Yeah, but do you remember S.A. Rios before he was S.A. Rios when he was just like Aquafina the wrestler? He's a water demon. <laughs> remember when it was like, oh, well, maybe they just like Lita, and then they were like, uh, can we have him killed? And Vince, and then they were like, no, I don't think that's okay, Vince. He's like, but he's useless to me. I mean, what I like is this is how the WWF competed with the uh, luchadors in WCW. WCW gets 11 luchadors so they can all have matches together and they can build the storyline. Vince McMahon hires one guy and goes, do the same thing. <laughs> like there's sometimes there's I can tell you why Vince McMahon isn't successful at certain things, because I have never seen someone sabotage themselves so badly. Yeah, I have. Who? Andrew Dice Clay. I Go guess. ahead. I don't know. Explain it. Explain I'm not that. Going to explain that now. Explain Ford it. Fairlane was should have won an Oscar. And, That's true. Uh, I'm pissed. Yep. I'm still. I'm. I. I will never get over it. It's kind of sucks for Scotty Too Hotty though, because like if this is ten years earlier, he could run this angle and this character for the next like thirty five years. For those of you not on the video, I'm just pointing at my crotch because Dylan said this sort of sucks, and I said I thought you meant you can sort of. I thought you meant turn my mic down. Um, no, no, I was, I was doing something lewd. Go ahead. But essentially, they're super over, but they're super over for a year, and then they try and push Rikishi. Rikishi turns heel in the I did it for the rock. Oh, that does not abs- go well, and then they have to that go back not go- to too cool. Of course they have to go back. Like again, too cool is much like too cool's up there with the shield where it's like just don't up there break the them up. Absolutely. And then do not break them up. Just yeah. leave them where they are. It's let them run their course. It's fine, bro. No one looks at Rikishi and is like evil. No one looks at Rikishi and thinks, I bet you this guy would have hit uh Steve Austin with a car. Yeah, no one. But that's the thing. I guess it was like he was so over in the upper mid card. It's like, I guess we have to do something with him, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But it's like you kind of have you would think. I mean, this is rebooking, whatever. But like just it's going to sound crazy. Don't have him wear a thong for like half a year. Yes, you're 100 percent. And then be right. like, like, and then too cool. is like you're less fun now. And then he turns on them. This is that's so true is how they could have done it. That's actually the best. This is the best fantasy booking I've ever heard is you want to get Rikishi to turn on too cool. He just shows up wearing jeans and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> he did. Remember, he started wearing FUBU, but still a thong. Of course. he's Yeah. But this is when he was still in too cool. He would still wear a thong. Also, what was weird is wasn't he stink facing people, but doing it as a heel? Yeah. But it's like it's a weird one because Rikishi. <laughs> It's just one of those things where what do you do? I mean, there has to be upward mobility to the characters. And wrestling is really But I don't think that there is. I think that the thing, especially in the attitude era where it's a hot time, is hot. yeah, you need to yeah, you need to be making moves. But it's again, it's a time where you can stop making big dramatic, this is our bold new storyline. But something like too cool, literally go, okay, these guys are white hot. Use them to fucking get someone else over. Project another storyline. It does the the Steve Austin gets hit by a car thing was so stupid. Because it was one of the many times in the Attitude Era where they were like, we got to do something drastic. Do we have a, do you have a, so no, that means time to write a new chapter. 
Which chapter number? Chapter one. No, don't start the story. The problem with the WWF writing is they start everything over again all the time where it's like chapter one. No, no, no. Now it's chapter one. Now it's chapter one. Where it's, you could do, the AEW is annoying as shit, but it's very good at saga-like booking. We're going to take a year yeah, and it's going to go through all of this. Yeah, They're all nerds though. And then that makes sense. Like, And they did have, they did have a guy who was just uh, looking at how things lined up. What is the word for that? Cohesive? Like, yeah, so looking at the cohesive nature. Yeah, they had one guy doing that movie. when they actually were using writers for what they should be instead of Vince McMahon being like, we need new cups. Now, yeah. 2001 to 2007, Scotty Too Hotty morphs back into a jobber, but just a jobber with a gimmick. I thought this reached its peak when it was like, Scotty Too Hotty's still doing the worm, and then he started going bald, and that's when it became fantastic. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God, yes, because he goes bald in one in a, he goes, in a bad way. Widow's Peak, not full, yeah. and he's like got he's got three hairs, but he still is like, guaranteed he went to uh, a barber, and the only time he was ever mean to someone, he's like, oh, can you dye my hair? And then he's like, I'm a sorry, but there's the three hairs. And then he goes, I said dye my fucking hair, you pig fucker, yeah. or I'll fucking beat the fucking yeah. shit out of you. Uh, I guess I didn't fucking speak the fucking kings, but let me fucking lay it on the fucking line. I'm dye so the sorry. hair, or I call the INS, you motherfucker. Don't my family, I'll dye the hair. One exact like a pen he has to put yeah. over the one small strand of hair Scotty Swatty has on his head. And he goes, it's done. And then he goes, uh, no charge. And he's like, no, I'll pay the regular fee. And he used to pay goes, $50 a week because he insisted we, he had a full head of hair. I hope you don't. I hope you understand that you look like an asshole. Um. <laughs> but this is the problem with wrestling. They go backwards. I mean, 2003, 2004. Uh, oh, this is yeah, with back. Too Cool. And they're like, remember? Do you remember the Budweiser frogs? <laughs> like, oh yes, they this is also the, yeah. This is also oh, the yeah. time when the Dudley Boys were re like were bad guys, yeah. but still doing was up. Like it was so they did was up fucking so awkward. Long. Yeah. Oh, it was uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, Scotty Tuati would do the worm on velocity and be like, "Huh, guys?" And it was like, yeah. everyone would be like, "Remember?" <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like, "Please, please, no." No, 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 no. He gets fired in 2007 and uh, basically 16 full years of being in the WWF. 16 full I years. Think that's have very a great time. Yeah. yeah, it's the mid-2000s. Time to have some matches with Charlie Haas. Get your tote bag. Hope you enjoy working in Shikara. Yeah, unfortunately, he has to work alone as Scotty Tuati because by this time, Brian Christopher's make my mind go not away. Fun. Yeah, he's yeah. They got they they booked themselves on the indies and got in a huge argument and didn't speak to each other for five years. Yeah, it's super sad. It's super sad that Jerry Lawler's plan of of ruining his son's life worked like a charm. <laughs> but he would make pop up appearances like this is the what what you want to do where you just are nice to your ex employer and your ex employer runs an entire industry so you get to show up and lose to people occasionally. Yeah, it's a very it actually works out pretty well for him. Scott Taylor is a nice one, and then it's like he had a dream, he fit in really well where he could, and then he just went home. And you better believe he saved his money. Oh, you better believe it. Listen, he gets an extra large Diet Coke when he goes to McDonald's. Doesn't even think about it. And as of 2016, I bet you didn't know this. He's a trainer at the Performance Center. Has been for the last five years. And no, no one better, by the way, to be a trainer than Scott Too Hot. Of course. Also, get and some mattresses they, and start yeah. 
aggressively asking Dan Spivey if he could be a wrestler. And I got to tell you this right now, and this is the only thing that's a bit of a red flag. He is what is he calls a Disney psychotic, and he has a YouTube series with his girlfriend, who is a theme park performer, uh, where they go to um, various theme parks in a little web series called Passports Parks and Parts Unknown. They have five kids between them, and he shares joint custody with his ex-wife. He is a nice man who I assume is very much not who you want to sit next to at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, he has five kids, so and he loves theme parks. He's probably great. His life really worked out, essentially. Yeah, as I've said it before, and I'll say it again, you want your life to work out? Quickly stop being anywhere Vince McMahon is, and life is so much easier. Say what you want about Triple H. Oh, sure, he's a bag of shit. But my God, does he seem like a good employer at the Performance Center? Like, he seems like a very nice man who reports to an absolute monster. Triple H understands that this is a business and that things have to happen within a business because he has a normal family. Vince McMahon essentially uh, was on fire for the first seven years of his life. Yes. Vince McMahon. And his name also isn't McMahon. Like, it's not Vince McMahon. He was born with a different name and then took on the name McMahon. So you got to think about that. I think about a lot of stuff to do with this guy. And I'll tell it right. I'll tell you right now. Tell it. it a lot of it is very rude. Rude. Anyways, Scotty Tuani, what's the best thing about him? This can be easy. His entire life, his entire, it all entire just worked life. out. He's a nice, good man. I'm going to say the best thing about him was those years where he was balding, but still holding on. And the fact that they didn't make a character out of Scotty Tuhati being like, this is the old guy at the club. And because th- you understand, Scotty Tuhati's in a federation with Eminem. Eminem totally could have been like the young guys at the club bullying the guy who's like, he just wants to dance. Like literally Scotty Tuhati just wants to dance. Let the man goddamn dance. But God instead, right. they had no ideas. They had no ideas from a boy. Your boy? He's your boy specifically? He's my son, too. I, I have an older son named Scotty Tuhati. Uh, worst thing I'm about gonna him, say that... I'm going to say uh, probably the second. Well, they just they just kept him having the same fucking character for another six years. No one gave a shit. I disagree with you. His worst thing about him was his reactions while selling were incredibly broad and very Ooh. comedic. Yeah, not John wanted. If you'll notice throughout, I've been trying hobby. to I've been trying to find for the last 30 minutes. There's a every time he like would before he would go to the worm, how they would go into it is they would try and do a version of the Samoan drop, but it would be he would get hit and then he's got the power of the worm and he would hit the like he would almost hulk up. But it always came across so lame and played, and it always bugged me about this guy, and it bugs me even more now. Also, I'm very concerned about the amount he likes roller coasters. I feel like something happened to him as a child. Like, he was allowed out of a box to wrestle, and that is it. Well, it's like, you really like theme parks, but you're not friends with McFoley. That's kind of weird. I mean, or, no, I think he's part of the McFoley crew. I think it's it's him, Edge. I think him, Edge... Christian and Al Snow were all travel partners together, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure they were all like, oh, you want to go on the rides? And Edge was like, no, I want to get blown by one of these carnies. Just kidding. Just kidding. I want to go on the rides and I want to get blown. (laughs) (laughs) John, who are we doing next week? Tell the good people. Mr. Hughes. We're doing Curtis Hughes, baby. Curtis Hughes next week. Put on your sunglasses and don't take them off when you're wrestling. 
Dylan! sunglasses. You... Always oh, was yeah. worried for the blood flow in his head. It really made it look like he, is, he was cutting off all the circulation to his head. Mr. Please, Hughes, welcome week. to the ring. A man who is everyone's heavy for a brief time in the 90s. Nothing else is discussed about him. Also, my plugs. Watch me on Twitch, the John Hastings Comedy. Go to my social media, the John Hastings. New clips on Instagram and YouTube every fucking day, you dumb fucks. Shit, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm at Dylan Gott on every social media platform. TikTok, fucking Instagram, Twitter, at Wrestler Review on Twitter and Instagram. Patreon.com backslash Wrestler Review. You find a video of this shit. For 10 bucks, you get access to the video. Five bucks, extra episodes and episodes ahead of time. And for 20 and 25 bucks, you can pick wrestlers for us to review. That's the name of the show, you dog fuckers. Redbubble.com backslash people for some reason, backslash wrestler review for merchandise such as clocks. You can get t-shirts, which is normal, or you can get a goddamn fucking clock. Shower curtain. Get a fucking shower curtain and clock. What time curtain. is it? It's come time. Better go okay. get clean. Yeah, exactly. So I can get dirty. Time to nut. Thanks so much for listening, time guys. Time to butt. Next week, Curtis Hughes. Bye-bye. <laughs>